Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So the term that we use in kink to talk about any activity where you put your mouth on someone Mm -hmm. is worship, right? Mm -hmm. So whether or not the scene is like, like worshipful, like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're an empress, you're a goddess, I'm like worshiping at your altar. Like if you, like if somebody wants to suck in your tits, it's going to be breast worship. Mm -hmm. If somebody wants to suck on your toes and lick your feet it's going to be foot worship if somebody yeah. wants to lick your legs and it's going to be leg worship right mm-hmm. so like it's 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 interesting to think about like using the mouth for something sexual that does not then like result in consumption like when you're putting i mean when you're but when you're putting your mouth on someone you're tasting them mm-hmm you might actually be like consuming their sweat. Yeah. Right. You might be, I mean, if you are, when, when, when you kiss someone, mm-hmm. you swap sweat and then you drink or not sweat. Um, spit. You swap spit mm-hmm. and then you drink their spit. And that's like, what could be more vanilla? Right. Than that. Right. Absolutely. There's, there's something that's like, I guess, like, flickering in the back of my mind about what you said about, like, mouths. I mean, some people enjoy putting their mouths on people more than others. And some people enjoy putting their mouths on different parts of people's bodies more than others, right? Mm -hmm. Like, some people are like, I really want to put my mouth on your feet. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, I would just be content sucking on your tits yeah. All day long. Some people want to just kiss your ass or like have their face like buried in your ass. Not even necessarily like your like genitals or your asshole worship, mm-hmm. but just like kissing the juicy flesh of your ass, just eating that peach <laughs> all fucking day long, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know anybody like that, but I've read about I've it. I've heard in of books. those kinds of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, thinking about tits makes me think about drinking milk, which, again, is like... Another part. I guess we all... Not all. I shouldn't say all. Many people Mm -hmm. begin their life of consuming nutrition by consuming milk directly from a human body. Yeah. And I... There's also like a incesty thing that can happen there. Yeah. Right? Like the idea of like you returning to the to the stomach, to the womb as like a Yes. I'm going to I'm going to eat you and like now you're going to be mommy's forever. Like you can never <laughs> escape mommy. Um 
Well, you know, and it makes me think about my friends who have given birth talking about the the first few months of the baby's life is like the fourth trimester mm. where it's like they're kind of still they're on the outside of the body, mm-hmm. but they're still there's still a symbiotic relationship. Right. Definitely. And so they're is a little bit of a like that may be part of the idea of cannibalism or even you know the idea of like breastfeeding fantasies or like actual lactation fetishes where people Mm -hmm. like want to suck on titties that can produce breast milk and actually have the experience of like drinking milk from Mm -hmm. breasts that is a little bit of a like yeah of a mommy thing where you you just like want to become yeah. a part of that, like there's like safe, a symbiosis, nurturing p- space before you were yeah. sentient and mm-hmm. had to think about bills. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or Those I are like the two. That's like the fucking marker of like <laughs> consciousness is like, damn. Yeah, I have my own independent thoughts now. I have to think about bills. <laughs> Pretty much, basically, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is like a sense of like returning to safety, right? Yeah. Like the belly is kind of its own womb. Right. Oh, God, that's so funny. I definitely remember not understanding the difference between the womb and the stomach when I was young and yeah. like being like, the baby's where? Yeah. Like the baby's you where the, the food? baby? Yeah. Or like there's when you eat, like yeah. does the food shower down on the baby? But when people talk about like food babies, like... You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. When people are like, oh, like they're I like, ate so much that now I have a food baby. Yeah. I'm, yeah. They're like, I'm non-pregnant, just, just eating good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, that feels related somehow. It's totally, I mean, listen, the, the asshole is next to the genitals. I actually just uh, talked about, have you seen The Cook, The Thief, His Wife and Her Lover? No, I haven't. Okay, you have Somebody to, has recommended it to me before. You must see this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has cannibalism in it. Yeah. I, I just did uh, Annie Rose's podcast, Girls, Guts, and Jallo, uh, and we talked about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the villain says, like, he says, like, the disgusting bits are next to the naughty bits, which goes to show you how food and sex are related. Completely. So. How can they make anything except for related? Yeah. yeah. And and so just like that, the womb and the stomach are also related. Totally. Man, we are going to like a Freudian place now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I just listened to your, here's the thing about cannibalism. Um, <laughs> that's, I feel that there's like, there's a sense of reverence to it. Mm-hmm. There's a sense of like individuality and like sacredness and like desire that extends so far that you want to like move past the boundaries of like somebody's skin yeah and then there is there it like does tap into like some hot sadomasochism right well that's the thing is that in order to it's one thing to put your mouth on someone Mm -hmm. let's talk about this in foodie terms right Mm -hmm. like you can get like a mouth feel Mm -hmm. of what someone tastes like which can certainly smell someone like and think about the relationship between like eating and scent like mm-hmm. you can fucking smell someone's body for your whole life mm-hmm. and then there are parts of the body that you can consume without doing any harm like parts of the body that just naturally 
emerged from the body, right? Yeah. Like fluids and even I'm I don't fucking know. Like hair, like you were talking about hair, mm-hmm. you could, teeth. You could eat someone's teeth. You could eat someone's fucking yes, fingernails. Like right, there's parts. There's parts. Yeah. <laughs> there's parts of the body that that you know that 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 we like shed yeah. all the time, right? Totally. I made someone eat my pubes yesterday. Great. Thanks. Wait, have you seen Midsommar? Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, Mids. Yes. Yeah. I asked her. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Slight spoiler for Midsommar. I saw it twice. The first time I saw it, I went with Dia Dynasty and oh, Sophie St. Thomas. Oh, my God. Uh, who are both out about being practicing witches. And like seeing that movie with them was so fun because it, it gets to the part where a character puts her pubes. Oh, yeah. In a pie intended for someone that she intends to seduce into a right. fertility ritual. Mm-hmm. And there's also like an illustration, the, the movie has these beautiful illustrations. And there, there's an illustration of like her doing this ritual or like how this ritual is done. Right. That you see early on in the movie before it actually happens. Like and a manual. She, yeah, exactly. And yeah. she also puts her period blood. In his juice. Another thing that you can right? consume of someone's. Right in his in his juicer in his tea, and it's so fucking funny because his his glass is like pink and everybody yeah. else's is like clear. Yeah. And anyway, so then he eats her pubic hair and drinks in, inadvertently, unconsensually, mm-hmm. um, to be clear, and drinks her menstrual blood, mm-hmm. and that's like part of how she casts a spell on him to right. to, to seduce him into this fertility ritual. And Dia and Sophie were both like, "Yep, that's how it's done." <laughs> I was like, well, this is why you should go fucking see movies about fucking witchcraft with oh witches. God. Like, instant fact checking. <laughs> so yeah, you made someone eat your pubes. Yeah. You're just, right. So there's all these parts of the body that... We shed. That we shed. And so eating them is like something that you may or may not be interested in. Then getting into the element of cannibalism that involves irreparable harm. Yeah. Violence and irreparable harm. Violence. Like, someone is capable of consenting yeah. to you, like, taking a pound of flesh from them, mm-hmm. um, you know, mutilating them to the point that you that you could eat them, mutilating them, or actually killing them mm-hmm. so that they can be eaten. There is a certain line. I, know, I feel like I'm stating the obvious here. Yeah. But there's a line that you cross Absolutely. with consuming human matter yeah that is like the point of no return and you've alluded to this already that like that's part of what makes it so special (laughs) you can like only do it once once or you can only yeah you can only do depending on what we're talking about like you can only like there's only one body there's only so much flesh real estate that can be yeah as far as yeah each person as far as we know Yeah, yeah as far as we know yeah have you seen that movie raw I haven't, but I would like to. Okay, then I'm not going to spoil it. You can spoil it. Okay, so... I know, I'm. it's about cannibalism. Yes, it is about cannibalism. There's like a scene at in the movie where this young girl starts experiencing like weird desires and weird urges. Cannibalistic yeah. desires and urges. And... And she's like a vegetarian, right? Yeah, something like that. She's yeah. like a vegetarian. And like at the end... Her dad is like, oh, yeah, hopefully you'll find somebody for you. And, Mm. like, you'll find, like, an arrangement that works for you. For me, like, I knew that I, like, love your mother. And, like, I knew that 
if I wanted to be with her, then this is something that I was just going to have to do. And he like opens his shirt and like, they're just like bite marks like all over his chest. And I'm like, Oh my god! Like so romantic. I know. I'm like, oh my god, that is well, like. Well, that's something that we haven't even talked about yet. We're, we're talking about worship, but I didn't even talk about biting. Yeah. Like obviously, like biting, and and actually, I was just talking to one of my best friends uh, on the phone before you came over, and I I told them that that we were going to be talking about this, and and they just started like they went into this like reverie talking about how much they love like fucking someone in the ass and then just like gnawing on their shoulder like yeah, while fucking they're hot. fucking them in the ass yeah absolutely yeah i mean and i love you know i love I, I love biting i love being bitten i love like leaving bite marks totally absolutely there's like a there's like a vampy of course thing about it you know what i mean yeah well yeah and also I mean, like writing somebody and then also biting them at the same time feels like consuming from both ends <laughs> i guess I guess what, something that we haven't talked about is how you could like, like when you take someone <clears throat> into your holes, like if you take someone into your vagina, if you take someone into your asshole that you're like, kind of like jumping. Yeah, you totally them. are. I would, you know, and then thinking of like vagina dentata and like the yeah, fear totally. of, uh, of that, like if you stick your dick in a cunt that it might. You might, you might never get leave. it. You might yeah. never get it back. <laughs> <laughs> a risk me, we all must take. <laughs> yeah, God, that's so kinky. Yeah, the it idea, is the idea. But then, but then that also is this idea. I mean, we're kind of getting into like monstrosity here a little bit with like hell yeah vampirism, uh, which is like a perennial topic of this podcast. But like, <laughs> there's something about that scene and the idea of like. I love your mother and your mother is a cannibal. But clearly what they have is a a a a desire and also it I mean it's very BDSM like yeah. the idea that like you are consenting mm-hmm. to a mutual desire but also part of what you're negotiating and consenting to is the erotic tension of self-control yeah you're going to hold back to a negotiated upon degree yeah so like presumably whatever it is that is in this like nature of the women in this family that Mm -hmm. they like have these urges to consume human flesh they can like tame or control that urge to the point where they can like enjoy chewing on someone or gnawing on gnawing on their beloved yeah but not actually like killing like letting go and destroying them right like there's a certain which i think is like hot about doming too right of course like there's somebody who's like enacting enacting a sort of like violence upon you because that's something that they like deeply crave but then they also want hopefully that you both crave yeah that you both crave and then but they, there's also like a sense of like oh like i'm going to like restrain myself right for you to you're both degree. like unleashing and restraining yourself i mean that's like the beauty of yeah sm really absolutely and yeah i just think that that scene is like really really romantic because it's there is like a certain individuality to like somebody saying oh i want i want to eat but obviously i can't like live in society and like eat everybody so i'm i can only stay with like yeah one person you know? oh, so sweet <laughs> yeah it is really sweet i mean it's definitely a part of why like v- vampires are sexy just like you know if you've ever been so passionate about someone that you just like want to like 
let loose and like rip into them. Totally. But you know that you can't, you don't, maybe you don't physically have the strength. You don't actually want to destroy this person. You don't, maybe you would be, maybe you don't even give a shit about destroying them, but you like uh, don't want to, um, you know. Go to jail. Yeah, right. Like you don't. Or maybe it's against your ethical code to like yeah. harm someone. Or maybe you'd like don't maybe you like this person and you don't you know, you'd yeah. like them to survive to be chewed on another day. Right. Or maybe but it's like, just like a function of utility, right? You like want to keep your damage contained. Right. Yeah, and you yeah, exactly. And that's part of what is so hot about vampires is that they're just like, Nope, I'm just gonna let her rip. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah there i don't know i it's been a minute since i've thought about vampires but but you're absolutely right like there is like a there's something that's kind of like frenzied yes the frenzy oh god feeding frenzy feeding frenzy. As well is that it is it's cannibalistic, even though like depending on the vampire lore that you're talking about, like mm-hmm. you know, there's usually something about like the the vampire is like maybe not human anymore. Now they're like a demon, or mm-hmm. they're like another like vampires are like another species or another sort of entity. Yeah, but there's some even if it's only in the sense that they still resemble they're human adjacent. Human, yeah, they're human adjacent. Yeah. Or human simulacra or whatever it is. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. So if they're consuming humans, then, but it's also like an indication of, again, that like food chain thing, the idea of like vampires being like, we're humans, but more powerful. And part of how we show our power is by feeding off of you. Yeah. Like I, I keep thinking about like trying to figure out if there are like examples in which the person who is eating is the one who is like. I mean, besides force feeding situations, yeah, um, in which the person who is eating is the one who has no control. Well, actually, that is what spoiler for the ending of the cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover. But that is actually mm. what happens in the end of that movie: is that someone is forced to eat someone as like a, the ultimate like act of revenge wow. against them. That's wild you're gonna love this movie i think i will yeah there was somebody that i was dating for a while who i really liked this person because they were very curious and they were also really into the ideas really into and very good at the conceptualization of rituals Mm. that don't have any purpose other than like they're rituals that have no aim other than to exist for the sake of that ritual right like there's no like cleansing about it it's just like a ritual and a gathering for the sake of ritual and gathering. I like that. And something that they talked about was like, they wanted to perform or they wanted to construct a ritual called an ounce of flesh party, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is where each person would bring like an ounce of flesh, like would bring like an ounce of their own flesh and like it wow. would all be cooked for a dish. Like it, they would bring it to the party and then somebody at the party would prepare it. Yeah. And that also feels like very communal and like, yes. yeah. And it, that, that's something that I like because it feels like it, it feels like less like a unidirectional experience mm-hmm. and more like, oh, okay, everybody has to contribute and then everybody receives in return. I love that. Yeah. Isn't that great? It's really sweet. I was thinking about it and I was like, 
would it be like a cube of prepared flesh or would it turn into like a ground meat where everybody's flesh got mixed together? <laughs> I mean, that's the creative part yeah, of absolutely. all of this. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Tina Horn and you're listening to Why Are People Into That, the podcast for queers, sluts, perverts, whores, and everyone who loves us. Valentine's Day is on the way, and as usual, there's tons of romantic deals at the Pleasure Chest. Brush up on your Pleasure IQ with Pleasure Chest's V-Day Q&A. Just follow at Pleasure Chest stores on social and ask them anything, literally anything, just keep it respectful, on oral, anal, BDSM, and making out. Are you a last-minute lover? Not to worry, Pleasure Chest is offering free two-day shipping from February 6th through February 10th so you can get it in time for V-Day. No time to wrap? Get your love on the run with pre-wrapped couples kits available through February 14th. You can also snag a free gift with purchase in the form of an exclusive WeVibe toy bag with all WeVibe toy purchases in stores and online through February 11th while supplies last. Happy season of love from Why Are People Into That and The Pleasure Chest. And now, on with the show. One thing that I feel like we haven't touched on, which is sort of alluded to by the idea of, like, the feeding frenzy, is that we don't just eat for pleasure Mm-hmm. And we don't just eat for like the social ritual. We yeah. also, to state the obvious, eat to sustain ourselves. Right. We, for utility. For utility and for for nutrition. Mm-hmm. Consumption is literally mm-hmm. taking energy. Calories are a measurement of right. energy. And we are taking energy into our bodies to sustain ourselves right so if you eat someone you are consuming their life force there's an life essence service yes that is kind of implicit there like if you ate a part of me Mm -hmm. you could be doing that to dominate me and be like i have total i have total dominion over your body yeah if i say that I want to eat an ounce of your flesh or a pound of your flesh or your arm is what I want for my supper tonight. Or a kilogram or whatever. Or whatever. Whatever. That, uh, <laughs> that it, like, if you, if you say that you, it, like, if I'm completely subservient to you. Right. You say you want that, so I give it to you. That's an act of devotion. Uh, yeah. Like, okay, so there's that. Right. But I also could, like, gift you part of my body so that you would have some of my life force Mm -hmm. maybe you would have the the 
part of the life force that makes me unique and special. Not yeah. just like any old life force, but like you want not just any old life force. Like you want you want to like you want to commune yeah. with Absolutely me or or like I or like I'm aware that there's something yeah that there's something like special about my right like like there's like an act of taking care of like yeah. there's like there's something like service toppy about it where yeah you're exactly like, you're just like oh i want to baby i like want to take care of you i want to make sure that you're fed i want to make sure that you're yes. like taken care of so we're in like the middle of winter right now and i can't go to the grocery store so i'm just gonna have to like i gotta do what i gotta do to take care of my baby you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and then there's something that's like very like intimate like tinder both like physically and like romantically about that yeah i mean imagine if we were in dire straits yeah like if we were in donner party situation yes yeah and i was like i'm gonna give up a part of my body so that you can live yeah and i'm just gonna keep giving up parts of my body yeah so that you can live and maybe ultimately i'm gonna like sacrifice my entire body so you can have a nice big meal right and, like make it through the winter absolutely that is an ultimate act of service although i do think that in the donner party they did eat the children which is disappointing but <laughs> but uh, i i do see what you're i do agree i mean i think they ate anybody that they could yeah i mean the children probably succumbed to exposure quicker right maybe that's it yeah or maybe children are more succulent. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was like a save. We can make more type situation. Because like we can more make fat. more children. Oh, we can make more meals. Yeah. Yeah. If we need to. Y- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, after we escape this situation, we can continue to have children. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah they're expendable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this is this is what I, this is what's gonna get me. I can't in. believe I haven't thought about the Donner Party in so long, considering how excited I was to talk about this with you. I I mean I feel like it's um it's sort of the the biggest like pop culture example of um cannibalism of like yeah what, what you got to do what you got to do yeah to survive. Would you eat human flesh? Yes. Totally. No doubt. Yeah. About it. D- does does it do you I also heard that it tastes great. I sort of feel like how it tastes is like like I'm not curious about eating it cuz I want to know how it tastes. I kind of am just I am. I, I, that's that's great. <laughs> I guess like I'm more interested in it psychologically like I am I want I just want to be in a state of having transgressed that boundary because yeah. like basically that's how I feel about like all transgressions. I'm yeah. like, if the, if, if like the taboo comes up and I'm like sort of check with myself and I'm like, do I want to transgress that? Yeah. If I'm okay with it, then I just want, I want to like, let's do this. Yeah. Let's fucking, when the opportunity arises, like yeah. who are we, who am I to refuse? I know? have not had the opportunity to eat human Me flesh. Me neither. I I have in New heard, York City. In yeah, I, in the city that has everything. <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of like a like a weird. It sounds like the beginning of like a weird like summer action film. Yeah, in like the city that has everything. Yeah, I mean, we could definitely make a cannibal story. I think so too. I think sounds that we fun. would make a very good one. I will say. Oh huh, well, maybe we're starting that right now. Yeah, <laughs> this is our twenty twenty resolution. Mm-hmm. I definitely would eat human flesh. I've also heard that there are 
Like they've made like a soy. Like synthetic human flesh, right? Yeah, like vegan human flesh. Right. Does it matter to you? <laughs> this is such a foodie question. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, does it matter? How, does how it matter? it's prepared? Like, no. Okay. Yes. How it's prepared. But also like, is it sustainably sourced <laughs> like, like, or ethically sourced? Like, does it, does it matter to you when you think about eating human flesh? Yeah. Does it matter to you if someone has had like a surgeon who like knows how to like remove part of that flesh while keeping the person alive mm-hmm. without causing them any like major mutilation. I feel like there are parts of the body mm-hmm. that could be removed without, you know, the person fully losing a limb. I, um, for some reason, totally assumed that the person would already be dead. Okay, cool. So this is the answer to my question. So yeah. like, so like, does it matter to you if that person, if that person gave their life, to you for you to eat their body or is it okay if just this person was murdered or if this person Mm, was i see well i think that i would want it to be consensual at some point okay you know what i mean like yeah like if somebody was like murdered but in their will they were like give my body to science yeah you know so I, the science of a meal yeah i'm they're like doing like test studies and they're like we want to know how human flesh tastes okay okay for this scientific journal and i'm like i volunteer like yeah i'll do it yeah um i would do it for that it 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 doesn't matter to me that person like submitting to me specifically but okay. i do want it to be ethical you want them to not have been had their life taken against their will for the purpose of being eaten by you. Yeah. You're not a monster. Yeah. Not. <laughs> you just want to eat some people. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it would taste different if the person was like, I want Wu to eat me? Yes. Yeah. yeah 100%. Because if they told me that they wanted me to eat them, then I would have them on a diet like i would have them on like a special diet oh yes yeah okay so now let's talk how would you prepare them is this like a foie gras situation where you're just like force feeding them oh good question did you know that foie gras is now illegal to sell in new york city i did not know that yeah well but is it but is it while you can is it illegal to force feed a human and then and then eat them in a pate and that's like i mean i guess yes the answer (laughs) spread it on some crackers yeah absolutely i had like a really nice cheese board last night which i was just talking to you about but um i it's that's also another thing right where like the feeding of something is like goes in both directions for a singular act yeah yeah, I, I don't know if I would do it foie gras style. I think that would have them be vegetarian, probably. Okay. Like, eating lots of fruit. Um it's really funny that you're like, I want to eat your flesh, so I need you to stop eating flesh. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't mind. Um, <laughs> I would probably have them stop smoking any kind of substances or drinking. Okay. Only water. Okay. <laughs> Go on. I would probably have to have, like, multiple people for different purposes, right? Because now that you mention it, like, human foie gras does sound really good. So you need a farm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a specialty farm. Okay. A yes, boutique I farm. Do. Yeah. You know that, do you know about the body farm? 
You do, right? No. All right. Well, the, <laughs> the, the body farm, there are three body farms in America. Okay. I believe there's one in Philadelphia. There's one because, you know, Philly was like a big, like medical, had a big medical scene. Right. Like the, the Mooner Museum is there. Yes. Yeah. I love that museum. There's one in San Marcos, Texas. Okay. It's about 45 minutes out of Austin. Okay. And then there's a third one. I don't know where it is. Ooh. Somebody knows where it is. Yeah. We can probably find it online. It's not like. Okay hidden or anything i mean those are just the ones we know about that is very true what is a body farm so basically are they like grow wait let me guess they're like growing organs for people who need like organ transplants no no they're growing they're clone they're making clones no okay a body farm is where people can donate their bodies to science okay and then scientists will put these bodies on their farms i mean not their farms but like government funded farms Uh uh-huh to i guess like do forensic studies on how bodies decompose in different conditions okay yeah so they have some that are like outside they have some that are just like lying in the sun they have some that are like in water and so when investigators are like looking for murders and like when people are doing autopsies so this is like forensic research yeah but also highly metal yeah very that's a metal job yeah it sounds really cool. I'm like, I want to visit one very badly. I bet that it would smell really bad. I imagine that it would smell really bad. Yeah. That's like, I have this image in my mind of just like driving by this farm and these bodies are just set up and kind of like, almost like sitcom-y right. setups, you know what I mean? Like for some reason I have an image of like a big like aluminum tub and like a body is just like has is like half in half out with the ass in the air and they're like let's see how this one i don't know like a scarecrow yeah (laughs) exactly so it's just like sunbathing like real nice yeah 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 but i have a higher tolerance for bad smells bad smells than the average person bad smells are also totally subjective totally subjective it's wild thinking about like oh there are all these different like modern conveniences and amenities that have allowed us to that have kind of like oversensitive made us like not sensitive to certain things sure like we don't have sensitivity to smell because we've just like avoided smells right um, for so long and we have so many different mechanisms of like covering up certain smells oh you know this is my hobby horse i fucking hate that shit (laughs) yeah i'm curious if like after a certain period of time if like you're a scientist on the body farm if you can like smell differences in like the way that these bodies decompose i imagine that you would yeah it's like when you're a sex worker and you can smell when people are starting to be aroused in different ways that's very true yeah actually yeah there are different body smells why did I bring up body farms? Oh, because I would need a body farm in order to have, like, my ideal dining experience. Yeah, you would. Yeah. I would want one person to be, like, vegetarian, eat very lean, mm-hmm, have, like, mm-hmm. very lean cuts. Mm-hmm. But in the same way that I enjoy both lean tuna and fatty tuna, yes. it would be nice to have one person <laughs> to whose liver I could stuff. You know what I mean? It is sad that, that because we have this idea <laughs> of, like... <laughs> Sorry, there's the dogs next door barking. I'm like, you're next. You um, sound like birds. Oh my god, it's sad that I totally went to a place of like scarcity instead of abundance, where I was mm-hmm. like, well, you only get one chance. And it's yeah. like, no, man, we're using our imagination yeah, here. We like, can do your it. imagination yeah. is the limit. Like, yeah. why not have a farm and be like lean tuna, fatty tuna? Yeah. Like, 
you know this and, is fantasy i get whatever i want and also like you this know fantasy you, of a personal chef you, you need to to like eat a bunch of different meals prepared a bunch of different ways before totally you know whether you and also like why choose like i love raw oysters but i also love grilled oysters like yeah. why you know yeah this is i can yeah. have anything i want yeah this is not this is my world yeah absolutely fantastic i would want to see if i could taste the difference between things like yeah, between yeah. different conditions yeah yeah like i think that it would turn into a total like developing your palate yeah absolutely yeah like yeah and then also seeing like the different ways in which they can be prepared and like <laughs> i wonder if like human flesh is like particularly it tastes like it is particularly I guess like predisposition to, to taste best prepared in a specific way. Yeah. Only one way to find out. Yeah. Body farm. Absolutely. Who's body farm. Yeah. Before we started recording, you made a joke about vegans and like what, all right. What, what, like what, what it would look like if you vegan jokes, what, what, what would it look like if, um, for a vegan to have, a cannibalism fetish oh right <laughs> and i guess the thing that i've been thinking about is like that actually makes the most sense to me because yeah. if you're denying yourself something it would be the most taboo that's right right and also like people have lots of different reasons for being vegan but like if part of being vegan involves or even vegetarian involves like like suppressing the urge or the temptation to like eat that bacon that you mm-hmm. smell sizzling, then like as we as we know, anytime we like repress an urge, mm-hmm. it tends to manifest in a more extreme way urge somewhere else. Yeah. I I agree. Maybe Yeah, could we have any vegans that have cannibalism fetishes reach out to us? If you are vegan Vegan. Who has fantasies about eating people? Please let me Get know what us. that is like. Yeah, I'm so curious to hear, hear about, about what it. that is like. Yeah, yeah, and that like makes me think about all of the <laughs> vegetarian food that is engineered to resemble meat. So it seems like if you were a vegan, you would be the person. Well, okay, but like I don't know that much about this like synthetic human flesh. Because like tofu stuff, right? Like if it's if it's not made of people, yeah. It's is it like missing something? Like part of that experience is like, yeah, the ethical transgression. Yeah, right. I mean, listen, if it's just that's not even fun. Yeah, <laughs> to me. Yeah, I mean, for me, I honestly, I, I want to try it because I am curious to know what human flesh tastes like i've heard that human flesh tastes really good but i i'm like not talking to any primary sources you know what i mean but i i've heard that it tastes like better and sweeter than like any other meat <laughs> but i've also heard people say like yeah it tastes like chicken i don't really like i don't really like chicken that much but you might like this chicken yeah <laughs> it's so funny now i'm thinking a little bit about like the idea of cannibals as like savages Mm. and how like anytime there is an act that is 
considered to be savage, it makes me suspicious of colonialist values. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, who are you to say what civilization is? Exactly. Maybe the ultimate, like, civilized experience is that we're eating each other. Like, that feels actually way more sustainable. Well, you know who you sound like now is Hannibal Lecter. Uh-huh. Um, (laughs) I like pull off my rubber mask (laughs) wait we have talked about the show Hannibal we have I haven't watched it yeah you uh, I am giving you a whole reading list I think that yeah I am I am I am deeply shocked I have been I've been left out of some of the cannibalism discourse I feel like I haven't been like up to date on my cannibalism reading and my cannibalism media I think there there are a lot of things that we have talked about today, including the body farms, mm-hmm. including the like, the like foodie preparation and like taking care to think about like how would something taste different if it was prepared a different way, mm-hmm. but especially the idea of like being both at the top of the food chain, but also like the most civilized yeah. and like being essentially like like a superior advanced being right in the case of Hannibal Lecter is because he's a psychopath, but yeah. like maybe in your case it would be because you're a female supremacist or yeah. cause I love people a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You love people so much you want to eat them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like when it's so hard to understand about that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like cannibalism yeah. is like a form of like reverence of people. I think makes a lot of sense to me, honestly. It's so funny too. Like this, this uh, it seems like, like so extreme, and it, it is cannibalism is extreme. But when you really start thinking about like euphemisms and metaphor of like love and desire, yeah. like it makes me think about like grandmas being like, "Oh, you're so cute! I just want to eat you up." Yes, absolutely. Like you're so cute, I could dunk you in my coffee. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You're so precious, like you're just a fucking snack. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, even yeah. like this, the, you know, the, the kids calling each other snacks. <laughs> kids calling each other. That's snacks. what. That's what. That's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's a sl- it's a slang. It's a thing for being slangs. you know hot, cute, yeah, fuckable. Yeah, you're such a you're such a little fucking like you're snack. very eatable. Yeah, like someone who's fuckable is someone who's consumable. There it is. That's the thesis of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We got it. I heard a rumor that you want to be transformed into a dumpling. That is not incorrect. <laughs> that is not What's, just a what, rumor. What is that going to look like? It depends on the people who are also transforming me into that dumpling. I have like a bun tattoo. Cute. Yeah. I just love Chinese food. I also love Chinese food. Yeah. There's this one lady at this one restaurant called North Dumpling, which is like my favorite restaurant it's just like a hole in the wall where this lady where is it it's on essex street between like the east broadway f and the um essex delancey oh i gotta go yeah you gotta go this lady just like slings out dumplings all day and they're so inexpensive and they're so delicious and she like makes them all by hand and like brilliant she feeds just like a very interesting mixed demographic of like working class people and then like lower east side art kids and i love walking in there because like I feel like she yells at me because um, <laughs> I don't speak Chinese, even though I am Chinese. And like, I would give my life for her. And <laughs> I think that she's the best. <laughs> and yeah, I love the idea of being turned into a dumpling. I love dumplings. I like fetishized dumplings. I think that they're like perfect foods. They are very erotic. Yeah. The, the like 
the tension of the skin yeah like erupting into like hot totally. fat in your mouth yeah there's like interiority there's exteriority totally, in the dumpling totally. yeah there's like they can be made into like vegan and like gluten-free options they're yes. like the perfect size perfect size they're like i don't know i think that they're like cheap they're accessible to a lot of different people totally very um, filling i think that they taste fucking delicious hell yeah yeah there's oil on the inside you could put more oil on the outside yeah Nothing wrong absolutely with that. so Chili i like oil i like the idea <laughs> this just turns into like um, like a recipe podcast yeah, totally <laughs> i love the idea of being turned into a dumpling the, the the idea of like being contained yeah by the dough is some somewhat comforting i, I guess steamed. it's steamed yeah yeah oh it's a, yeah like being in you a kind of had like a dumpling situation the other day didn't you being in a sauna yeah yeah yeah, you're kind of it is you've got skin and meat on the inside i sure do yeah so (laughs) (laughs) i do love being steamed yeah (laughs) i would love to be turned into a dumpling also like there's like a folding there's like such like an intimate like careful act Mm. of like folding and like pinching the skin of the dumpling and Mm. like it's very beautiful and it can become like such a communal practice yeah like so many different people can participate in like dumpling making parties and like yeah yeah it just sounds like also dumplings show up in so many different cultures totally yeah which i think is like a testament to something a testament to like how universal they are or something like that i love it yeah me too well i hope your dream comes true honestly me too i think that it will okay one other thing that i want to ask you about is have you heard of the cannibal cop no, I haven't. Okay. I don't have, like, the Wikipedia in front of me, but... We'll check it in post. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to piece this together from memory. <laughs> so, a few years ago, a man who was a cop mm. by trade mm-hmm. was arrested because he had been posting on message boards about wanting to eat people and Mm. and i think like one might say that he was participating in like group like fantasy creation of Mm. like in which part of the fantasy was like plotting to like hunt and Mm -hmm. murder and eat yeah women i think mostly and like i think maybe he was talking about eating his wife So to the best of my knowledge, he never harmed or ate Mm -hmm. a person. And I don't remember, like, whether he is currently incarcerated or, like, what his deal was. Mm -hmm. I did not do any research for this. But something that makes it slightly personal to this podcast is that I had heard about him. And it's sort of an interesting ethical question, right? Like, if you, like, I'm inclined to defend someone's right to fantasize i'm inclined to defend someone's right to express fantasies or explore stories that involve violence or the abject Mm -hmm. and to to like post that on the internet to explore it in forums where people are opting in to yeah you know to that in the same way that people might discuss serial killers or murder or vampires or fetishes or what have you yeah So the cannibal cop wrote a book Mm. 
after being arrested. Mm-hmm. And he had this PR and he, and he hired a PR guy. And the PR guy contacted me. Whoa. Again, this was like several years ago. Saying, hey, do you want to have the cannibal cop on your show? <laughs> and I was like, you know, I do because this will be an opportunity to talk about a lot of the things that you and I have just talked about. Right. My Lord, am I happy to have talked about all of these things with you instead of a male cop. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But at the time, uh, I didn't know you then. So and I didn't know you wanted to talk about cannibalism. So but the funny thing about that is that the reason that he never ended up being on the show is that I was busy. And I was like, cool. Yes, I will do a phone interview with the cannibal cop. And this will be like, you know, uh, really sort of like it it, in in the spirit of the show. Like, let's talk about this desire, like, make a case for why there's nothing ethically wrong with exploring this or maybe like why you should have been a little bit more careful about who you talk to about Mm -hmm. it. But then this PR guy was like super aggressive with me and was like, I was like, okay, I'm really busy. I'd like to book him. Um, but like, let me like get back to you like after a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And he like kept emailing me Mm -hmm. and okay, do you still want to have him on the show? And it's like, yes, I do. But I said I would get back to you. Like we, and he, and and then after like the third or fourth time, I was like, man, you know what you do not want if you are the cannibal cop is to have a PR guy, a PR guy who is like harassing, like weirdly insistent. Yeah, because it's like, and then he was like, sorry, I just, I, I feel like some people like get cold feet and like freak out. And it's like, then don't be like, harass that. me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that, that is my, that's my story about the cannibal cop. But do you have, do you have any, do you have any comments about, um like what, <laughs> about people's right to express that fantasy in say an online forum? I think that that's really fascinating. I think that that actually relates to doming yeah. in a really specific way because like say more I don't know the specifics of how this person was posting in this forum yeah. but I'm assuming that he was arrested because people were like I'm not sure if he's actually doing this or not totally right so part of my experience as a dom was like going online and like doing fin doming for a period of time yeah which I ended financial up, domination right which I ended up not enjoying Mm -hmm. like i i enjoyed it but i didn't like there were parts of it that did not feel sustainable to me Mm -hmm. because i think that there are parts of that specific section of the internet and that culture that don't talk about consent at all totally and like the nature of that totally like selfless giving and totally like selfish taking yeah is that like there is no discussion of like it's just like okay you pay me because i'm hot i think lorelei said something like the the transaction is the service. Right. That is like a realm that vaguely relates to this because it feels like there's not like a really distinct demarcation between fantasy and reality. Totally. And there's not like a, there's not like an in-between space or like there's not like some sort of like purgatory in in which that is talked about. Right. I don't think that we should be policing people's thoughts and like desires because I think to a certain degree, we can't control the possession of those things, but we can control like how they are expressed yes. right, and how they are acted upon. So this is all to say, like, if you're going to be eating somebody or if you're going to be have cannibalistic impulses, don't act on them. But if you are going to be acting on them, make sure that you're doing it consensually. Yeah. 
if you're not doing consensually, I don't know what to say. I can't. Okay, we I can't, can't help you. I can't, like, I, like, tried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know. you can't condone yeah. being condone that. Do you remember the, this was maybe even, like, more like 10 years ago. Do you remember the case of the, like, German guys who met online? Yeah. And, and cut off each other. One of them cut his own dick off and, like. Correct. They ate it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's beautiful. Yeah. But they were, like, punished for it. Well, one of them, the, the guy who cut his dick off didn't survive. And then oh, I yeah. think the other guy was uh, prosecuted for his murder, Which even though he had consented. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he'd consented to being murdered, but he definitely consented to having his dick cut off, which like you got to make a risk or assessment there, my man. Yeah, that sounds like definitely it's like edge play. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sorry, but yeah, I don't know. I'm what sorry to for your loss. Yeah, I'm sorry for <laughs> your dick. loss. Yeah, I, I think about them a lot. You really tried to make it happen. And yeah, like, it really I'm like, wow, there really is like. Someone, someone for everyone. Exactly. Someone for everyone. It, yeah, it is. It is sort of a tragedy of compatibility. Yeah, right. Totally. Like they it sounds like they were totally compatible. And then this gets into this sort of the the dubious question of like if someone is consenting to something like being mutilated, mm-hmm. are they in the right the right frame of mind? to be giving consent it's a tricky question like related to mental health right because who gets to decide what is the right frame of mind right from which to consent and like what disqualifies you from right being able to consent like if you're if you're consenting to having your dick literally eaten right who gets to decide that that means that you are not fit to consent to have your dick eaten because i think that we can get into some pretty that becomes a slippery slope very quickly yeah, of course, of control of people saying like, you I like being hit. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The pathologizing of other desires. Yeah. Desires that other that people who don't share those desires. Right. Or are repressing their own desires for those things like yeah. see as, you know, violent. maybe we all want to have our dicks eaten. I'm open to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not against it. <laughs> oh my God, that that makes me think about like like some sort of biotech future where like, I can't wait. This is something that could happen on your body farm. Like what if I could like grow a dick? Yes. And like use it for a while. Yeah. To fuck people. It has nerve endings in it and I can feel it. Maybe I can like even like ejaculate out of it. Fuck. Yeah. So I like get to like have a flesh cock that I get sucked and, sticking everything pee for would a you little while i would dog? of course okay yeah in in someone's butthole for sure nice yeah Fuck um yeah. write my name in the snow etc yeah. <laughs> i would want to do everything you can do with the dick i would try it all yeah but then like maybe it like only lasts for a week yeah and then it like falls off falls off if it was edible that Placenta just seems style. like placenta style mm-hmm. oh my god yes thank you so much for bringing that up i so want to eat the placenta of someone that i love yeah and some people are like freaked out by that and i'm like come on come on yeah placenta eating has been around for longer than naysayers have you know what i mean come on come on <laughs> i hear it's highly nutritious i i have also heard that i'm also like I don't know. We eat so much weird shit anyway. Who are we to decide like, oh, that's that's gross. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it seems much more natural than like weird tofu, fake Satan human flesh. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I am like, so I'm so the person to like be in the delivery room with like a little grill, like yeah. ready. <laughs> George Foreman grill. <laughs> like your salt, pepper, <laughs> ready to go. Kebab that shit. Seriously. Lay it to rest on a bed of fresh greens. Oh, that sounds really nice, actually. Yeah. You were talking about this like bio future. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in like you have a cock. It would be, wouldn't it be a nice, like, end to that cock's life? Like, it gets used by me, which you know is going to be used very well for a little while. And then, and then we can all eat it. It's like when, (laughs) there's this video that was going around Twitter, like a week ago or something like that, that the caption was like, oh, when you take off your socks after a long day, and it's a video of like a gecko pulling off like the skin from its little hand and just like eating it. Just like eating the skin that it has shed. Amazing. I mean, that also... Also, weren't they eating foreskins for a while or something like that? I mean, why not? Yeah. Again, this is like falls into the category that we were talking about of things that we excrete and shed. Yeah. Like, what? We're like, already doing it. We're, like, it's just going to waste. Yeah. Yeah. Like pickled... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pickled placenta. Pickled placenta. Pickled foreskin. I'm positive that that has happened before. I'm positive that it has, yeah. Yeah, I would also be curious to see what that was like. Yeah. Cool. I can't wait for the bio future. <laughs> let's, let's get on that as quickly yeah. as possible. Can you think of, of like a body part that if there was a clone of you? Yeah. This is one of my favorite topics. Yes. Let's just Bellies say... Bellies or thighs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get, I was going to say, let's say for the sake of argument that it, that we've established that it has no sentience, but you're like, I don't, let's just, <laughs> bellies or thighs. So you want to, yeah. like a, like a thigh, like a fucking Ren fair, like turkey. Inner thigh for sure. And then belly, like pork belly. Sure. In a bun. Yeah. That's how you're going to get Maybe. fucking turned into a dumpling. Yeah. That, that's it. I was, I was also thinking about like going the other direction. If I had to cut off like an ounce of flesh to give to somebody yeah. that I really loved, I was trying to think about like what would be best. And I honestly think that I have, I think that I would have very delicious calves. The meat feels strong and <laughs> it, it is in an area that I'm not a, like, I'm not sad about giving up. Your calves. Yeah. Just like a little ounce from my calves. Yeah, I don't know how much, like, where would I miss an ounce? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't have any sense of, like, what an ounce of flesh from my body would, like, amount to. Right. How did this all begin? The fascination with cannibalism began specifically with those two people, but I do think that there was, like, a certain amount of... Those two clients that you had mentioned before. Right, those two clients, the video client. And the, mental dental. And mental dental. Mental dental was the mouth, and then the video client was, like, swallowing. I, I am going to continue to eat this. Go for it. Salami. It feels fitting. Mm-hmm. I think that I definitely got into kink in general by reading Yu-Gi-Oh! fanfiction. Tell me more. Well, Yu-Gi-Oh! was this anime that started, I think, in the late 90s and ran through the early 2000s. That sounds right. Right. And is, like, I think it's, con- there are, like, several different spinoff series, but I watched it and in my child brain i was like that sounds like something that i could get down with and then as i got a little older started reading like gay slash fan fiction wait what was the thing that you could that you felt like you could could specifically get down with it was like all sorts it was like murder like it was like murder fan fiction oh gotcha the the fan fiction not i don't even remember the premise of yukio the anime they had nothing to do with like the anime itself was like 
I, I just really liked the way that the characters were drawn. I thought that that was super hot. And then you got into fanfic and... Yeah. Yeah. Something that I realized was that like... So on the American dub, on the English dub mm-hmm. of the TV show, there is a voice actor who voices the main characters, who voices a lot of the main characters, actually. And then when I started watching porn, I like was watching like a lot of like hentai porn. Sure. And I realized that on like the English dub of certain hentai videos, same actor. Same actor. Incredible. Yeah. I'm like, good for you, man. I was just very attracted to that voice. And so that kind of like sexualized that show. If you're listening to this and you know who you are, Dan Green. Oh. (laughs) Dan Green. Yeah. Dan Green. Out there. Where you at? Just holler. Who wants you to to talk? (laughs) To narrate certain things. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. And then when I was a little older than that, like I started reading a lot of gay murder fan fiction between two specific characters and i was like wow this feels so like this feels like the ultimate release and like this is the best writing i've ever read (laughs) yes and then they ate each other yeah sometimes they did each other a lot of the stuff that i really liked was like i'm killing you as i'm coming or as you're coming Mm -hmm. either that or i'm like I'm like stabbing you as you're coming. Yeah. One that was really hot was like slicing you open and like fucking your insides, Uh which is a classic. Um, Another one was like, it's slicing off your head and then fucking the hole. Oh yeah. That's super hot. That's like another orifice that I think is really cool. Um, The esophagus. Oh yeah. Fucking the esophagus. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, that's a food, yeah. Food fetish. Yeah. I guess, I guess. If you fuck the esophagus and it comes out the mouth, is that, that's not vomiting. No. Well, uh, so you're talking about like fucking the esophagus, like you have a decapitated head. Yeah. And you're like fucking it from behind. Yeah. Is that vomiting? I don't think so. No, because there's there's no bile. There's no like pull from the stomach. Yeah. No, you're just coming out someone's mouth from the inside. We're losing. We're there are some people who have made it this far that we're finally <laughs> losing now. I was going to say that the other end of the esophagus is the rectum, right? So That's true. It's kind of like the esophagus is kind of the rectum of the of the head. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And you know how I feel about the, the rectum. thinking man's rectum. <laughs> That's amazing. Cool. And I appreciate the space to allow me to like think out the logistics of some of these things oh yeah yeah it's I'm, been you know, very productive i'm a, I'm a pragmatist yeah <laughs> i'm you know process you're a virgo form. right i am a virgo right yeah totally what is your sun sign i'm a gemini oh right you know i love a gemini yeah, yeah. i love a good virgo oh right on yeah <laughs> Mar- my mars is in virgo oh cool yeah so all i have no idea what that means. oh cool yeah oh yeah comes out virgo style methodical yeah yeah organized yes absolutely (laughs) fantastic well woo tina (laughs) i'm hungry (laughs) me too we've been snacking a little bit but But it's dinner time ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 